guys. This is Jill and welcome back to the Sports Ethos Kings podcast. We did it. We're over five games over 500. Now we're six games. But I didn't want to jinx it, but we freaking did it. So the Kings are seven and three in their last, last 10 games. They have the number three net rating in the league during that 10 game span. And what's wild is their offensive rating, like we know, is is out of control. It's 125.8. Defensive rating, not great, 118.9. The fact that through 10 games they are 7-3 and with that defensive net rating just shows how crazy their offense is truly going. And then in their last five games... They are number one net rating in the league. Number one with an offensive rating of 133.9 and a defensive rating of 118.3. Crazy. Now, let's get into the five-man starting lineup. So, the Kings actually have, so when it comes to their starting lineup, only the Blazers have played more minutes total with their starting lineup than the Kings. The Kings are number two in the league with the second most minutes played at 447. And that's with the lineup of Fox, Herter, Barnes, Keegan, and Sabonis. Now, with those five, Their offensive rating is 119. Their defensive rating, 110.5. That's right. The starters, their defensive rating is 110.5. The net rating between the two is 8.5. Now, when it comes to, again, those starters, only three defenses have better ratings than that Kings starting five. The Warriors, Atlanta, and Denver. Only three offenses have better ratings than the Kings. New York, Denver, Warriors, which I thought was kind of interesting that New York was thrown in there, but um, I know know, Brunson and um, Randall are are going off pretty good. But um, again, top four in both offensive rating and defensive rating for the Sacramento Kings starters. Now, as I said, the Kings starting five is legitimately top four in the league in terms of maximizing their minutes played together. The big thing this team has to figure out is to me is how to stagger the Fox and Sabonis minutes in terms of defense. When they bring Davian, um, Obviously, when they bring off night on, the numbers improve. But outside of him, when you swap anybody out, it's not really close. And the defensive rating changes pretty drastically. So the big thing that Mike Brown and Monty have to figure out, whether you keep, you know, this team as is, or if you make some, maybe some depth moves, um, can you can you find someone that will keep the offensive rolling, keep the offense rolling, 
but we'll we'll help you out on defense because as you know, right, the, the Kings are right now at the four seed. You know, everyone's talking playoffs. We know it's early in January. Um, but this team is trending right in the right direction. But if you really want to make that push in the second half, either these current players have to figure out or Mike Brown had to stagger these guys to improve that because it, it's going to get harder as the season goes. I mean, just it is pressure and everything else. It's it's going to be on this team to uh, to figure it out. Um, and then if you get to the playoffs, right, it's you you can't be putting up those defensive numbers in the playoffs. Now, um, are are there you know? Is there a wing piece out there that, you know, that isn't flashy, but might give you something in terms of being able to help these guys on defense? Is there a center out there uh, as a backup center that that might be able to, to help these guys on defense? That's something that Brown and Monty have to figure out. But again, exciting. These starters are literally doing everything that you can ask for at this point. Um, the, the, it's the the drastic change from last year to this year uh, of what they've been able to do is it's crazy and exciting and should have everybody excited. Now, <clears throat> breaking it down with Harrison Barnes. As we said before, the Kings are 7 and 3 in the last 10 games. Harrison Barnes has double digits in 9 out of the 10 and over 15 points in 8 out of the 10 games. He's shooting over 40% from three and seven out of the 10 games. Harrison Barnes is playing on another level right now. He's doing everything that the Kings need. He had 29, I think, last game, and it was probably the quietest 29 that I've ever seen. Um, curious if there's any extension talk between him and the Kings going on, um, if he's waiting it out. But he really is fitting every team everything that this team needs and, and his defense has been okay. Um, and, and that's huge. And so he's, he's really bringing it to you on both sides of the ball. I know Mike Brown says he can do more um, in terms of rebounding, which is all true. Um, but again, Harrison Barnes is bringing you everything that you could want. So bonus 20 straight double doubles. <laughs> the guy's a double, double machine. He's breaking records left and right. In the last 10 games, he's only scored less than 15 points once. And the crazy thing is, is he could actually have more points. His field goal percentage is down at the rim. But I do think he is getting fouled a lot, right? And we know it's not getting called. You know, he we always joke of the, he gets hit in the head, drink. Um, so I think there's no surprise there. But he has missed some gimmies. And you see him, you know, frustrated at himself when it happens. So... Um, the fact that it could even be higher is crazy, but he's doing everything that you could possibly want. Um, his lowest total rebound number in the last 10 games was 10. The highest was 18. He's averaging 13.2 rebounds during that stretch. He had only three games of below 70% at the free throw line, which is huge for him. Um, he's shooting well from the three point line. And, um, Four was his lowest assist total during that 10-game span. 16 was his highest, and he's averaging 18.1 assists 
per game in the last 10. We saw he just won the Western Conference Player of the Week award. And the Kings were 4-0 in that point. Um, so again, the bonus is bringing it on every level possible. Now, Fox, um, out of the 10 games, he only has two games of scoring 20 points or less. His lowest was 11 and his highest was 37. Scored 30 points three different times. Had five games of nine plus assists and only one game of below 75% from the free throw line. So again, Harrison, Sabonis, Fox are bringing it to you from every level of the uh, the court right now. And when it comes to Keegan in this 10-game stretch, he has six games in double-digit scoring. He's shooting 52.5% from three. Coach Brown has challenged him to get more rebounds. He's taking that on. We're seeing improved playmaking in his passing. And he's averaging one steal per game and 0.4 less than a turnover a game. I think that's a huge part of his improvement as a player. I don't think he's he's forcing things. Um, We're seeing him dunk a little bit more. I think we're seeing him take a little bit more mid-range shots. Um, it's just, it's exciting. And then something that stood out to me is this team has not been very good from the corner three in his, in, in recent history, 2021, they actually had a good season. They finished third at 42.8 last year. It dropped. They finished 18th at 38.2%. This year they're back up to 12th. Uh, shooting 39%, um, which is great. Now, their uh, non-corner threes, they've struggled uh, the last two years. They finished 21st and 24th in the league. Right now, they're shooting 11th at 36.4%. So combined between the corner three and the non-corner three, they're shooting uh, 37% from all three-point range. And right now, they're 11th in the league. Now, for mid-range, uh, the rim and mid-range, mid, uh, rim, they're fourth in the league at 69.5%. Short mid, they're second in the league right now at 48.8%. They are 12th in the league for long mid-range at 42.3%. And total for all mid-range, they are second in the league at 46.9%. Now, one crazy thing to me is how accurate they are, right, from the mid-range. So we said from short, they're second. Long, they're 12th. So total for mid, they're second in the league. Frequency, how much they're shooting. Short mid-range, they're 20th in the league. So they're 20th in how much they shoot it, but their accuracy is second. In long mid-range, they're 21st in the league, and 7% of their shots are being shot from the long mid. But they're 12th in the league. From all mid-range, they are the 24th team in the league at 27.8% of their shots being from the mid-range. All mid-range, 24 
in frequency. Number two in accuracy. Now at the rim, right? Like I said, they're the fourth most accurate team, but they're the 15th most uh, in their frequency in shooting at the rim at 34% of their shots. Um, as you can imagine, frequency, they are, when it comes to shooting threes, uh, from the corner three, they're the 14th. They shoot the most corner threes. Uh, Non-corner, they are the eighth most team. And all corner threes, again, they are the eighth team. 38% of their shots come from the three-point range. Wild. But something really cool is their effective field goal percentage. Number three in the league at 57.4. So again, that's one of the reasons their offense is just going crazy right now. Um, When it comes to frequency and accuracy, they're just going off. Now, as we mentioned, their uh, next opponent is the Lakers. And in the last 10 games, the Lakers are six and four. Their offensive rating is 115.9 with a defensive rating of 114.2. Now. One deceiving thing is in those 10 games, like I said, they're six and four, but in their last five, they have dropped a little bit. They're two and three with an offensive rating of 117 and their defensive rating has dropped back to 117.9. LeBron has been in and out of the lineup. Um, We know Anthony Davis is still out. So again, the Kings need to take advantage of this momentum. Um, keep their pace going and, you know, go, go for win five in a row because coming back against OKC is not going to be easy. The last five OKC is four and one with an offensive rating of 119 and a defensive rating of 109. And then their last 10 the Thunder, again, kind of like the, the Lakers, six and four, but the Thunder are trending up to where the Lakers were trending down. OKC is 117.9 in offense and 111 in defense. And doesn't matter how young those kids are in OKC, they're playing well on both sides of the ball pretty consistently. Um, their defensive rating They are a top 10 team. Their season average is 111.9. And their offensive rating drops down to 20 at 112.5, but they still have um, a positive net rating just because their defense has played so well. So again, um, these two aren't going to be easy, but show up, play your game, And as always, you're giving yourself a chance. So basically how I want to end it was um, keep keep doing what you're doing offensively uh, if you can. And then this team just has to figure out a way defensively to try and slow things down um, because it'll just make their lives that much easier as we're going. So see if we can keep this winning streak alive. And as always, go Kings.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.